No the, wonder I didn't watch. I wasn't watching the Olympics or the fucking voice to follow. Yeah. No, no, that, that was a different this. show. The fucking voices was on, uh, I think, a different channel. <laughs> but um, at the end, they talk like this. Holy shit. <laughs> I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Don't touch that dial. Adjust those bunny ears. What time is it, Jay? It's time for group therapy. Yes, it is. <laughs> Which group therapy are you going to enter, my friend? I'm going to go, I think, uh, Swiss Cakes Anonymous or something. Swiss Cake Addicts Anonymous, perhaps. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's your uh, your uh, poison there? Mm, God damn it. Let me know if you hear a snap in the background, because I'm also on a mouse hunt right now. Uh-oh. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for this little fucker's demise. So if you hear it. Let's all celebrate mm. together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. bastard. Either that or it's like all of a sudden we're going to see an anvil dropped on you or some shit or another because it's going to yeah. be like Mouse Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Great movie. No, this, this little fucker shit on my spoons. He deserves to die. Oh. Ooh. Now imagine I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, these Cocoa Puffs <laughs> taste great. <laughs> oh, what's this flavor? I've never tasted this. <laughs> Anyway, we're here to talk about, um, well, I got my central perk hat on here in memoriam of old Matthew Perry, mm-hmm. which is one of the individuals we'll be talking about tonight. Oh, yes. man. We covered Friends on our first episode. Uh, he right. had several other shows. I know what, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. I don't yes. think that was more of an hour-long drama. drama. I, yeah. I remember watching it, but I don't remember, and it was kind of, what was the guy who did like West Wing, wasn't it? I think so, and and, and the Aaron strange Sorkin, thing is, is, that what it is? It, it, it's um, it it came out the same time as Thirty Rock, and it was mm, yeah. kind of like you know, like you had two shows, you had the drama, and you had the comedy, lo- loosely based on, and you know the comedy won. <laughs> he had um, Mr. Sunshine, which I originally kind of thought we could cover because I remember watching through that and thinking it was kind of funny. But it apparently wasn't streaming anywhere anymore, even though I think I watched it on Hulu at one point. So, right, Netflix, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, he had um, the several season run on the Odd Couple reboot. Yes, your your, your favorite. I did not like any of the episodes I've seen. But then we have tonight's show, Go On, which I kind of forgot existed because I don't think I ever watched Same this here. when it aired. Yeah, th- this this aired, was 2013-14, uh, right? Uh, 2012, 13, uh, started okay. in August. Actually, the first episode premiered after, uh, the Summer Olympics. <laughs> oh, it's got, it's kind of strange that Matthew Perry's kind of the face of it, considering how many recognizable people kind of are on here. Yes, this is definitely an ensemble type of, uh, comedy, but l- a lot of familiar faces. Harold of Harold and Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> John Cho, is that his name? Yes. Great actor. And at this point, you know, he, he could have been the face of a, a series. I mean, it's kind of Correct. weird that he's kind of considered a secondary, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And, Do you and, want and, to go over the premise of this show? Yeah, let, let's go over the premise. We, we we got Matthew Perry, who's just come off of... Uh, what, 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 what life event happened to uh, Matthew Perry's character, Ryan King? Yes, he lost his wife. His wife has passed on. Uh, we learned in one episode, I was a car First accident. episode. She was, she was texting, right? Yeah, she was texting while driving and got in a car accident. Yeah, and he is a sportscaster, which is interesting considering on Odd Couple, he also plays the sports writer, right? So, yep, Oscar Madison, yes. One... um. Trivia fact, I only, I didn't see many, but it said his first line on this show and his first line on The Odd Couple that he was on are the same exact line. Oh, that I did not realize. <laughs> I don't. I didn't say what the line was, but I'm assuming something to do with sports, considering. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Which lends itself to a lot of 
uh, sports guest stars on this. Yeah, in fact, the first episode of which he's uh, he's coming back to work. Uh, he you know like he wants to come back to work early after the loss of his wife. They they want him to you know go, go get some counseling before coming back, but he wants to start back. And he has the um, I don't know like you're not much of a sports guy, right, uh, Jay? No, no yeah, no, no. He he, he has the I play pocket uh, pools. That count? Hey now, um, yeah, he he has uh the the famous wide receiver Terrell Owens, who's you know also known for you know controversy as well. Uh, on the first episode, and um, like he finishes the interview with him, and then everything seems fine. Then they're in the parking garage, and um, T- Terrell is driving through the parking garage. We don't know it's Ter- Terrell uh, yet, but um, yeah, uh, Matthew Perry's uh, character, Ryan, he sees him basically looking at his phone and driving, and he throws his fruit that he was given, you know, like as a, uh, you know, a welcome back there, you know, like at uh, Terrell's uh, car there. So and he shows up in multiple episodes. Yeah, at least he, one he actually more. Beca- yeah. he becomes like uh, one of his assistants at K Ball. Yeah, yeah. So then he goes into this group therapy for people who are grieving. Mm-hmm. Everyone has suffered a loss, loss of some sort. Right, everything from your spouse to your cat, <laughs> in one in one character's case. And this was NBC. Is that correct? This was NBC. Yeah, you know, you know, same network that aired Friends, but I want to say the style of the show seemed more ABC-ish to me. This show um, gives me a lot of kind of scrubs a little bit, like the the balance of the comedy and the heart. Mm. Um, we talked about it with Speechless, and then as I was watching it, I realized why. And yeah, the same creator as. Uh, we both love. Spe- I mean, I love yes. Speechless from the get. I introduced you yeah, to Speechless, you and then you love it as well. It and yeah, that, that that was one of the best surprises so far. You know, like fr- from doing the pod, and yeah, but of course, also yeah, you know, like the, the same creator also gave us Joey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a writer. What was he a writer and producer on some episodes of Friends, and then he went on to do the Joey spinoff. Uh, definitely writer. I, I I don't know if he also did uh, producer. Uh, he may have. Well, and we talked about how personal Speechless was to him, because that was basically his family, right? Mm-hmm. I believe we learned in that episode that his brother was basically the main kid in Speechless. Yes. Oh, I, uh, I just checked. Non-verbal. He, he, he was a, a co-executive producer and supervising producer on Friends. So, yeah. Actually, I just saw an interview with Matt LeBlanc, and he kept talking about, they were like, I've never heard him acknowledge it. <laughs> And so he said something about, like, you played Joey Tribbiani for 10 years. And he actually goes, no, I played him for 12. But, you know, <laughs> kind of gave that look like nobody remembers that. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, for for, your, for you trivia buffs, it was <laughs> right. actually 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she was on a Steve Harvey interview, actually. But uh, <laughs> so how did you feel the vibe of the show compares to Speechless? Did you see the similarities in that? I, I could see similarities. Like, just as you said, the humor in the heart, the way, well, you know, you, you were saying Scrubs, but to me, Scrubs also is a little more also absurdist humor too. Like, like That's a true, lot of yeah. the situations and that very, car- they, they go very cartoony in Scrubs. Yes. Yeah. This more aligns with the speechless type of, you know, like the, the, the way about things. And although you do have some very interesting characters in the group therapy that he, belongs to well, you know what what gave me mostly scrubs though was probably like the music the the they don't do the the full-on full house sappy music but no. they do have the sentimental cues that are very reminiscent to me of scrubs yeah that that i could hear <laughs> although it's it's funny you also bring up the music yeah like, how'd you like the theme <laughs> there was like there was there, an there, opening a in like of, one um, episode right yeah, one or two episodes. There's a, like a couple they of like guitar weird, strums like, and stuff. Yeah, and that's the theme. Yeah, but they do like a weird. Was it a yellow background? Kind of yes, weird with the go and under it on. Yeah, 
There is something with him though, and I think what's the second episode or something where I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get a like an intro," and then it, it goes away. I, I I think that might have been the third or fourth actually. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, "Oh, like, there is oh, a oh, oh nope, it's there, gone." Oh, I guess not. Right. It wasn't good, but no. Yeah, I mean, you know what though? You don't really need one. I yeah. mean, well, I, I, you know, I want to talk about that a second. Like, do you find that in more modern sitcoms? Like yeah. the and lack of. They have less time. They have so yeah. much less time. Yeah, less time. So it's just kind of cut to the chase. Yeah, we're, we're not going to bother with the theme song. Yeah. Well, you mentioned it on Raising Hope. It's just bam. bam. <laughs> Eventually yeah, it just a, goes it, to bam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Start the show, bitch. We, were, we only got 20 minutes anymore. Yeah, well, because I think uh, for, with Raising Hope, I think the first episode had more of like the full yeah. song. But then after like the subsequent episodes were like bam. <laughs> Like, well, and you you think like I think Gilligan's Island ran like three seasons or something, mm-hmm. so I feel like you know the first season the song tells you everything you need to know. Exactly. At, after season two, they probably could have dropped it. People who were watching were already watching. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. But, they, they they couldn't drop it yet because they had to you know fix that you know error. Yeah, it's like not not <laughs> yeah. and all and, the rest. Yeah, it's and like, the rest. Yeah. <laughs> You know, no, the professor I, and Marianne. Come on, they're not just the rest. <laughs> in that case, the song was so, um, you know, iconic, probably. Of course. Um, this, they don't have an iconic theme song. If you don't have an no. iconic theme song, you can probably just bang and move the fuck on, you know? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> but that does seem to be more of a common thread amongst, like, I think more modern sitcoms. Is this a single cam? I wasn't really. It kind of has a single cam vibe. I didn't really pay attention to. The, I think it. Yeah, I think I think it was. I mean, obviously, there's no studio audience. They're shooting on no. sets or whatever locations or whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, I think it probably was a single cam. It's shot very movie like. Hmm. I I I gotta ask though, like, what like when uh yeah, well for, first thing. Going back to John Cho, he plays Stephen on the show. Um, what exactly is Stephen's role? Is he actually Ryan's boss? Like, I watched like I watched like ten, I think ten or twelve somewhere yeah. in there. You said you watched ten. I watched ten. A lot of times we're with the group, so his his sports casting is kind of a secondary thing almost in the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I got the vibe that he was his his radio show producer. Okay, that that, that, that doesn't necessarily I, mean it's his boss. Right, he's just the producer. Producer. Of the okay, show. yeah, that, that's what I, I was just trying to like, you know, like okay, okay, I can tell they're, they're like best buds. I can tell he was in his it's wedding. Like they work together. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, what, what exactly the relationship was kind of like. Like the, the the one episode, I don't know if you saw the one w- with the uh, the mascot uniform. Yeah, where he's jealous of the mascot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. That it's like, uh, yeah, Ryan. Well, you know, like there was an uh, unexpected, you know, like you know, we we got a uh, like appearance at the mall, you know, like for uh, you know the K ball. It's like, yeah, I, I got to keep these. Things. So yeah, I guess producer sounds more along the lines of you know. Well, did you watch the final episode? Yes, I did. So he, it, it seems he was in his wedding. He was at the yes. wedding, and oh, no, he says he says in the one episode. I don't know if it was the same one or not. How he met his wife was she was the, what, the daughter of his first radio boss. I think yeah, Wait, like the the guy who ran his first wherever oh, his right, first right. radio yeah. radio program was. She was his boss's daughter, I believe is what he says. I think that's what, yeah. So you have to think that was probably a little while ago. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's not a young whippersnapper in the show. He's got to be in his, what, 40s by now? In this? Well, in, the, in uh, like, the near the final episodes, he says he's 40. Uh, yeah, he's 40 because, again, with his um, assistant, she's, oh, like, yeah. in her 20s. It's like, oh, when, when you're this old, I'll be this old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to go, okay, so he was friends long enough ago with Cho's character to have him in his wedding, and he met his wife with his first boss. So, like, how long has he been famous? That's that's true as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like, like you said, it's not, he's, he's 40 years old. He's not 20. He's not a no. new sportscaster in this. 
and yeah, everyone seems to know him. Like correct. he's got his face all over the show. He and people like there's episodes where people recognize him, recognize him. Good, good, good or bad icons also. know him. Yeah, like because also like some of the the actual um, like the, the actual players like in the various sports know him and don't always have like a good uh, per- perception of him. Yeah, do you think he's he's much different in a lot of his projects, or do you think he's pretty much playing Chandler all the time? Huh. That's a, that's he's a not, good question. He's not. He's not as sarcastic. No, no. Actually, Thirty Rock, the 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 Thirty Rock wit mm-hmm. is 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 kind of the vibe I think they're going for in this show. Like the very rapid, yeah. jokey, jokey. Don't give you time to laugh, jokey, jokey, jokey. Correct. So. I don't think he's as sarcastic. It's more like talking in that TV talk where nobody actually talks like that, but I still love it. <laughs> right. Like there was one joke where oh, uh, he was talking to Lauren about relationships. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I think it was when she called off her wedding, her engagement. She says something like, I asked for relationship advice from the person who's worse than the world at relationships. And he has some very, like, jokey line about, like, um, oh, we're just going to pretend Joan Collins and Kathy the comic strip don't exist. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I was like, that's a great funny line. Mm-hmm. But also, that nobody would say that. <laughs> like, right. You know I mean? like, and it's just one of those, like, fire it off and it's a mouthful and move on. Yeah. It, um, um, unless you're an actual comedian. Yeah. You wouldn't actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, you know, like, that right. wouldn't be your retort. <laughs> He's a grown ass man, sportscaster. He's going to mention Kathy, the comic strip. Come on. But I, I do love that kind of humor. That's exactly what 30 Rock is is fire, 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 fire. Rain jokes upon you. And then you you finally catch up, and then it's like, oh, commercial break. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I, I got to say, like in in watching, uh, yeah, this this one I think we both watched on Vudu. Yes. Okay. Uh, what was your experience in watching on Vudu? I will tell you, on my TV, it was great. On my computer, not so much. And there's some issue. I don't know if you had it. The ads kept snagging, and it would crash during the ads now you see i didn't have the ad crash but i had it where instead of going to add where the natural break was it like all of a sudden it came back it went for a little while longer oh and then we went to add in the middle of sometimes a sentence (laughs) yeah the last two episodes were the worst for me when i was watching those today and it was like, it would go, I'd watch it fine, I'd get to the first ad break, and the five or seven ads would end, because there's a lot of fucking ads. Mm-hmm. They would end, and then it would just go to a black screen, or start loading, and crash back to the menu. So I'd restart, like, I'd hit play again, and it would be back at the beginning. So then I'd have to scroll oh. to the part where I was at, and then, yeah. of course, it makes me watch the fucking ads again. Yep. Yeah. All was- seven of them. Well, th- th- this is interesting, though, just like... You know, just uh, our uh, experiences sometimes in, you know, watching these streaming shows, like last time we watched Three's Company, and that was a slog and a half because of Pluto. <laughs> you know, yeah, I've never like, had issues with Audio voodoo. not lined up with video, you know, stuck here, going back to commercial. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, it went back to the beginning. <laughs> It was well, and I've I've never had an issue with Voodoo, but this is the first time I ever tried to watch Voodoo streaming on my computer. Got it. Okay. I'm usually laying in bed streaming on my TV, and I got to say, for me, the TV app has always worked fine. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue. PC, I don't know what was, going- and, and I tried two different browsers, and it did it on both. Oh, because I, I thought I, I I'm one of the few people who still use Firefox. Oh no, no, there's others out there that still um, do that. So it wasn't working on there, and I was like, okay, maybe it's Firefox. So I go to Bing, still didn't work, because I don't even have Chrome installed. But I, I tried Bing, it was the same fucking thing. Jeez. So, yeah. yeah. That, but I, again, I, as I, you I think said it's last interesting, time, though, like, as, as far as, like, some of these, you know, these streamers, like, uh, our, our experiences with the different, you know, like, I, I watch it through a Roku. You know, like, I'm watching it on TV through Roku, 
you're watching it part TV, you know, like you have, the app is on your TV and the other one is like on your computer. It's like, yeah, I, 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 all, all the more reason, <laughs> yeah, actual DVDs, people, <laughs> DVDs. Right back here. <laughs> physical media, like I said, last episode, you said the same thing. Physical media is king yep. for this very reason. Yeah, and, and, and actually, I heard, I heard j- just um, another quick little story. Uh, people on, pl- uh, what was it, the, the PlayStation Store, I believe. Uh, Discovery Channel shows? Yes, any Discovery yeah. Channel shows that they paid for. Um, Gone. Erased from existence. I saw some posts today. I mean, I own all the... There's only 20 seasons of The Simpsons out, I think, on physical media. So far, yeah. So far. Um, <laughs> but they haven't put one out in a while, so who knows. Um, but I guess, like, certain episodes have been pulled from streaming, and they're not allowing people to see them. Uh, certain. I, I know one they said was Stark Raving Dad, which I believe was yes, the... Yes, with the Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson episode. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it one of streaming. them. So it's like, yeah, what? Uh, if if a classic long running show with a fucking bankroll like The Simpsons can have episodes just being buried, mm-hmm. you don't think other shows can have that happen? Well, now well, the problem with this show, it's mm-hmm. not on physical media. It only lasted one season. Yeah, and it doesn't have a fan a fan base per se. Yeah, it was interesting the fact of, like I said, it started right after, you know, the, the Summer Olympics. Then it started in its standard Tuesday night time slot after The Voice. Before. No the, wonder I didn't watch. I wasn't watching the Olympics or the fucking Voice to follow. Yeah. No, no, that, that was a different this. show. The fucking Voice was on, uh, I think, a different channel. <laughs> but um, at the end, they talk like this. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, what, what was I going to say? Like, yeah, like you, you, you had that. But before I believe the actual premiere, I think they had already ordered the twenty-two full season episodes. Am I correct in saying that? I believe, like from the get-go, they were like, "Okay, yeah, we're we're going to well, order the whole season." That's the difference between a new fledgling show with no names and a show starring Matthew Perry. Correct. You have someone like him fronting this show. They're gonna get there. He probably had it in his deal. Like, hey, I'll do it. Just give me the fucking give me a season or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he tried forever to. I don't know if he was trying to recapture the magic of Friends. I think that's impossible. But um, yeah, he he did try to continue his his television career. His movie career kind of. I, I don't know why he gave up on that because I think some of his movies are really good. Again, whole nine yards was hilarious i love, I love that movie. the whole nine yard man i fucking love that movie and like so many great performances mm-hmm. um michael clark duncan's so fucking funny in that movie yeah and, oh, kevin uh, pollack kevin pollack i love as as uh, uh what, what what the hell was the guy's name yeah y- uh, yanni well, he's in both yeah and then the second one he's his dad laszlo i think yeah <laughs> he's so fucking funny in those natasha henstridge <laughs> okay mm. amanda pete's great in those yeah uh, bruce willis come on man yeah those are great if you have not seen the whole nine yards and it is to a, treat. a slightly lesser degree the whole 10 yards but it's still a funny movie mm-hmm. those are great fucking and um even um what was the arquette um oh um which one is she? I forget. Natasha Arquette? No. So, not Patricia. It's the other one. No, no, Rosanna. no. no. Rosanna. Rosanna Arquette. Arquette, yeah. Plays his wife. Matthew Perry's wife. <laughs> yeah. Great fucking movie. Anyway, we should go over some of the other great people in this show. Well, okay. Let, let, let's go go over the group, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how about the group leader? Lauren. Played by, Played by Laura, Laura Benanti. But God damn, is she one of the yeah. most sexy women you've ever seen on a fucking TV show? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting for them to hook up. And I was like, yeah, oh, he's hooking up it, with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, but because it was very strange. I thought that's the way things were headed. That it's like, oh, okay. You know, like, oh, she shouldn't be, you know, with uh, her, her uh, fiance. She should be with him. But it's like, oh, no, that's not the way they're going. Okay. 
I I was watching. I'm like, why? I know her, but I don't really know her. And then I realized I just seen her. I watched that. Um, what is it called? No strings attached. That new Jennifer Lawrence comedy. Uh, I believe that's. The- oh and yeah, yeah. She played. Oh no, no, no she, hard feelings. No hard. Feelings. No hard feelings. That's the one. Yeah. And she played um Matthew Broderick's wife in that, the mother and father of the main boy character. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh yeah. But yeah, you know she's. Yeah, like been in. Uh, like a, I think she a also hosted. Did it say a, she hosted a Playboy some Playboy show? So oh, okay. I didn't uh, get into that <laughs> yeah. part, but nice. I don't know if she was in Playboy, but she hosted some Playboy show. But um, I'd buy the issue. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but but I I think she was great as yeah Lauren and and she really grew. She actually grew th- like very well throughout the episodes. Like she got a lot more of the comedy at toward the end. Like at first she was kind of like the stern. Yeah. Straight. And then they, they finally started giving her a little more to play with. I felt like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, she was supposed to be the one with the rules, the one with it. Although again, when they, uh, when he basically asked her about her background and it's like, yeah, she, she like lost, what was it? 40 pounds on Weight Watchers. And they had her <laughs> as a spokesperson and, Yada yada. Oh, she probably knows Kevin Smith then. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Weight Watchers ambassadors. But uh, but yeah, it was from her, <laughs> like, I guess training or whatever from that. That's like, oh wait, I can help people in other ways. So, well, okay. and, and actually, in one of the other episodes too, she's you see her um, leading the group on overeaters. Or poor uh, eaters or whatever. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't uh, get that uh, episode. Because he comes storming in and sits down and starts going on about his problems, Matthew Perry. And she's like, this is the wrong group, man. And he's like, it's a group. Can I talk? So he's like talking about his wife, but as <laughs> as if she's a cupcake. <laughs> he's like, so say you had the greatest cupcake you've ever had. And all the fat people were like, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I love But the you fact lost that cupcake. That, that you know, she had been a vegan for like how long in that and uh when he got when his show became number one like the local restaurant you know they they put up his caricature and then they also you know like they give him like a giant like 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 porterhouse steak or no 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 i think it was a new york strip uh and okay strip (laughs) (laughs) no no the new york strip oh (laughs) hey i'm stripping over here um beef (laughs) (laughs) but Anyway, it's like, you know, he, he brings that into the bathroom, I guess, gives her a call, to, you know, like, as a, you know, like, you know, like, he, that he needs help at this uh, moment, and, and she's just, like, enthralled with the steak. <laughs> like, she hasn't had, like, steak in, like, ages. Well, there's the one episode where he shows up at her house, like, he needs her for something, and she's like, oh, you can't come in right now, I have friends over, and he's like, by friends, do you mean, like, pizza? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was got, one of the later episodes. Yeah. And she's got like, oh, I don't want you to see me like this. And there's literally like pizza boxes all over. And <laughs> Yeah, I thought she was great. Okay. Uh, what, what character do, do we want to bring up next? Uh, how about Julie White, who played Annie? Oh, God, Annie. Yes. And uh, she was the... Um, uh, she was the angry person <laughs> throughout that um uh she lost her wife uh, uh yeah, Pat. i was going to say she was the lesbian character there's a very yes. diverse cast i mean not only ethnically but obviously mm-hmm. sexual orientation wise but it, it was one of those weird things where they never really super delve into it but it's mentioned a handful of times yes at least none of the episodes i watched really delve into her like actual personal uh, th- th- there were only two episodes that I saw that where it was a little more implied where um, uh, he went as her plus one to a wedding. And, yeah, you know, he's like, I think that person is, you know, you know, ma- ma- you know making eyes at you. Yeah, you know, like, why don't you? Yeah. Then he basically gets it. So, so you know, the, the girl comes over. Well, and she is another one. I'm going. I'm looking at her, going, "Why do I fucking know this woman?" And a show I've mentioned, but I haven't seen since I was a child. So I'm sure we'll cover it someday. She was one of the leads on Grace Under Fire. 
She was like her oh friend. Oh my god, yeah. Um, and a show, I don't know if you've seen it, but I watched, there's only two seasons, I think, and there was an Amazon show called Alpha House. Have you seen that? No, I never watched that one, but I, but I saw Goodman. she was on tw- uh, 20 episodes of it. That's probably all of them, to be honest, because I think it was only two seasons and it's an Amazon, so probably 10 episodes each. But it's a John Goodman mm. oh, uh, comedy okay. about senators who live in like a house together in D.C. Oh, OK. I, it's actually I'll, a really funny out. show. And she was, I think, one of their assistants or something. Um, And what's the what's the guy who's married to Kelly Ripa? He was also on it and very funny on there. Oh, sh- shit. The Hispanic, I think he's Hispanic. Oh, Mario. No, not Cantone. Lopez. Mario Cantone, the gayest comedian ever. Yeah, he's married to (laughs) Kelly Ripa. (laughs) (laughs) Mario Lopez is uh, Slater from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I don't know. I forget the. the Anyway, uh, I want to say Mark something, but maybe not. Anyway, that Alpha House. I'll make you do Alpha House someday, and you'll love it. I bet you will. It's um. Another show, though, she was on, I saw, she was on a bunch of episodes, was Nurse Jackie. That's supposed to be also really good. That was what, a Showtime, right? Showtime yes. show or something? Mm-hmm. I've heard it's great, and it won a lot of awards over the years, but i never seen it. Yeah, so I never had s- Showtime. Same here. <laughs> Even though also I was a Sopranos fan, and, you know, <laughs> right there, you, know, you got, um, uh, what, what's her name, uh, Edie Falco as the lead. <laughs> I remember, and I'm sure we'll do Grace Under Fire, like I said, but I remember her being kind of one of the standouts of that as well. Yeah, I I, I got to go back and watch that one because they, I really enjoyed that show. That's a Chuck Lorre show. Wow, okay, I didn't even realize back then. Uh. Yeah, he's he's been around a long time. He created a lot of fucking hits, man. Mm. Uh, uh, do we, do we want to take a pause for a moment for someone that also created a lot of fucking hits? Someone um, we also lost. Yeah, yeah we because usually say we the say sad shit for the end, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, because we usually do it at the yeah. beginning. Well, we, you know, mm. we, we can save it to the end. Okay, we'll save it to the end. There was another one today I saw. So, yeah, oh well, yeah, there's a, a couple. Yeah, yeah, but okay, so yeah, we we have you know Anne Annie. Uh, let, let 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 me go to my my one of my favorite characters, <laughs> Mister K, played by uh, played by the great uh, Brett Gelman. <laughs> yeah, one of those guys. I know I've seen him a million times, and he's always fucking funny and awkward. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's. Uh, did you did you see the one with the pennies? Uh, I uh, was that the one. It was like one of the last with episodes the, where they dump the ashes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, oh that my fucking god. killed me, dude. <laughs> he he's he he identifies as odd, obviously, but um, yes. He's like, I'm lucid, but odd. And there's this great fucking scene. I think it was the second to last, maybe? Or yeah, I think it was. La- maybe it was the last, one of the two. No, I, I think it was the second to last. I think you're right. And he comes in the group, and he's like, um, Matthew Perry has faked dumping his wife's ashes, as in he's he, not really over it yet. Yeah, he used to. He dumped uh, pancake, pancake batter. <laughs> and Mr. K has figured it out. And he comes in with clenched fists and he goes, if I wasn't holding all these pennies right now, I'd be doing air quotes. And they just kind of look at him. <laughs> and then at some point, uh, Matthew Perry confesses, okay, yeah, I did. And then he fucking throws these handfuls of pennies ground. on the ground. And, and, and then like. Quick, quickly, before Matthew Perry realizes he's already picked them back up. It's two like, seconds later, he's like this again. And Matthew yeah. Perry goes, when did you have time to pick <laughs> up those pennies? <laughs> um, but then. Like, the whole episode goes on, and they have this whole thing where they took his wife's ashes. They're like, we're going to dump them. We're going to help you get over her. And they're in the parking lot of a gas station where he's about to drive. And he still, he gets scared, and he throws down two handfuls of pennies <laughs> in the parking lot. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, but but uh, yeah, he's a great character. He, he He's basically the enigma of the group. No one knows his actual last name. He's just Mr. K. <laughs> Apparently, he has worked for NASA. Apparently, he's also... He was the original kid for Mr. Belvedere. But he couldn't say the one line. He, he did 87 takes, and they finally said, No, we, 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 can't, do, we can't do this anymore. He may be gay, because he really enjoyed that stripper at the bachelorette party. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we he, don't know. He's like, he showed up uninvited as the only man at the bachelorette party. And, 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 and he's he's always like, you know, wanting to be around Ryan. You're like, like, it's like oh, we're best friends. It's like, no, we're not. <laughs> they when John Cho's talking to him and he's like, calls him buddy. He's like, we could be buddies. Can I, can I call you buddy? And then he calls him buddy like every fucking sentence. <laughs> He's like, can we go find other lesser buddies and make fun of them? <laughs> yeah, it was great. And again, a guy I've seen in a million things, but I don't, I yes. would never know his name, you know? Oh, and, and I love also the, you know, like they, they're going to have their holiday party and it, it lines up with, it was also 2012 when the Mayan calendar was, was ending. So the supposed possible end of the world. So yeah, he wanted an end of the world party, and they wanted a holiday party, so they just combined it. Is that the one where he locks them all in the balcony? <laughs> Is that the same one? I think. It was, um, wait, I, I don't think that was that one. Uh, there was a holiday one where he like keeps seeing his wife. Which is a fun little aspect of the show where it's not really a ghost of his wife, but he keeps like envisioning his dead wife. Oh right, right. Matthew yeah, yeah. Perry, that, that, that was, is. I think. Uh, yeah, that was one of the early episodes. Well, she's in, I think, five of them or something. <sighs> but, like, when she first appears to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, he's a... <laughs> Mr. K is great. You got <laughs> Susie Nakamura, I guess how you say it, plays yes. Yolanda. I guess she went on to star with Ken Jong in Dr. Ken, his sitcom. Mm-hmm. She was his wife. Uh, see, uh, she also, let's see, uh, she was on, oh, she, yeah, that's right, Dead to Me, she was, uh, in that one, with, uh, Christina Applegate, and, um, why do I keep forgetting it, uh, Linda, uh, Cardellini, I think that's, mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I said it right this way, um, yeah, she was also on some other shows, like, uh, Tacoma FD, which is kind of like the uh, Reno 911-esque type of... That's the Broken Lizard guys, the fire department yeah. one, right? Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. I watched a little bit of that. It was kind of right. But, yeah, she, like I, I think her big thing was Dr. Ken. Yeah, she's funny on here. She's like the uptight, uh, oh, everything's yeah. got to be planned type. Yeah, everything's got to be planned. And, like, yeah, you, you can't use sexual innu- innuendo in that, you know, like, you know, because she's so uptight. One of my favorites on here was Bill Cobbs. It was funny because I've seen he's one of those guys oh you've seen God. in a million things. Yes. He, he played George. He plays George. The, yeah, the, he's the, blind. The blind ex vet. Yeah, like I probably know him from one of his weirdest roles. Um, I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> oh my God. He's uh, the old guy in that, and then the whole premise of the, the thing is like they find out they were lured to the uh, the island by answering a fake trivia game. And they says like it was like it was like what is the capital of was it Rio? Well, what's the capital of Brazil? And they say Rio. And then there's like a great scene and like you, everyone's a suspect, you know, in this serial killer yep. movie. And then you get to him and he just comes out of the shadows and he goes Brasilia. <laughs> like he's like you got it wrong, fuckers, Brasilia. Yeah, I was looking at his like he's got an extensive IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, he's but, one of those guys. He was in everything. But, like, one of his first roles, period, um, and it was a movie role, was actually in the original Taking of uh, Pelham 1, 2, 3 with uh, Walter oh, Matthau. I've never seen the original. I've only seen the original. Oh, no, you got to see the original with Walter Matthau, um, Jerry Stiller, uh, even Doris Roberts is in it. It's amazing. Hmm. And, yeah, I've uh, never seen the original. And, and, uh, What's his name from Jaws? Um, Rob, Rob Scheider? No, no, no. Um, with the uh, Robert Shaw. The, the, yeah, like Quint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like when I saw that. Those like, eyes. <laughs> but yeah, like, I was looking through like, like some of his other things. We, we may have watched some of. The shows he was on because he was on Good Times. Oh, a lot of these people guest starred on a lot of shows. We've yeah, talked about, yeah, yeah, yeah. He guest starred on a lot of uh, freaking uh, uh, shows. 
Well, shit, Tyler James Williams there who played Owen, he's had his own couple shows. He was the kid on um, Chris Rock's show that everybody, everybody hates, hates Chris. Chris. He was and also on, uh, didn't he end up on Walking Dead, I think? Yes, he played Noah on uh, Walking Dead. If That's the first place I actually knew him from. Then I had watched Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> and he's not, Everybody Hates Chris, I watched the first probably season when it came on. I was like, yeah, it's great. And uh, I never went back to it, but I'm sure we'll cover it at some point. Yeah. Terry Crews, I remember being hilarious on there. And they had um, the girl from Martin, uh, um, Pam, whatever the fuck her name was. He's also on that new um, elementary, Abbott Elementary, is that what it's called? Oh, yes, yes. I, I've actually seen uh, like like one and a half episodes. It's funny. Seth Morris, I don't know if I knew him from anything else. I, if, I don't know why him and Owen are only on 19 of the 22, but... Yeah, um... I've seen him before. I like. I know I've seen him before, but it, it's he's just in the like, dictator, which I've I, that movie's fucking hysterical. But yeah, uh, as as far as like actual, oh, I know one of the things I saw him on. Uh, I don't I don't know if you ever watch any of the uh, Cartoon Network Adult Swim stuff, but uh, Children's Hospital. Mm. He's on the league. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he's one of those guys. He's in, he's in all the all the things. All the uh, one episode here, one episode there. Yep. He's on an episode of Always Sunny, episode of Cur- two episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. episode of Reno Nine One One. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Of the characters, I think his and actually, um, Tyler James uh, James Williams, like uh, Owen. I think those two characters didn't get enough of the. Like, time to shine. I, I, yeah, I think, there was an early one with uh, Owen and Ryan. Yes, that was where he went to go see the brother, and he he they kept playing pranks on each other. Did you see that one? Yeah, that and then actually the the, the first episode too, with um, to talking about yeah, you know, like they're they're watching uh, like like funny videos, like you know, like and how people in other countries like the Google car goes by and people like chase it like mm-hmm. wearing strange things and there's one where they play video games together how owen's telling him about how video games help him keep his mind off things and they're playing was it halo i think it was halo yeah see i i, I missed that episode and like they're playing all night long and of course owen's mom comes down and is like um who's this grown-ass man hanging out with my child all night <laughs> <laughs> oh it's okay we're in group together you know <laughs> oh, and and then you, that, then you have uh, Sonia played by Sarah Baker, who another one. I was like, I know I've seen her, and I think the only thing I really remember her, I think she was the wife of um, Zach Galifianakis in the campaign, right? I think so, right? Uh, but what I actually knew her from, I'm like, oh, uh, did you ever watch the show Louie? With Louis C.K.? Yes. Oh, wait. I, she, I don't remember her specifically on it, but I love Louis. yeah. Yeah. Well, she was on the episode that was, like, actually nominated for a bunch of awards, and she was nominated for a bunch of, like, awards for that particular episode. The the girl, the, you know, like, the, the overweight girl, and she, like, lets Louis have it. You know, like, it's like, because I think he says something, you know, like, you know, like, uh, alluding to her like that she's overweight or whatever and oh my god she was so funny on that episode oh there you go she's a she's a voice on 10 episodes of bob's burgers yes she's on an episode of goldberg's american dad 22 episodes of the kaminsky method i'm not sure what that is oh with um michael douglas and um alan arkin i believe really oh Mm -hmm. yeah it is i never heard of that yeah, uh, I think it was show. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, like, yeah. She, and a lot she of guest was... spots. Three episodes of Modern Family. Oh, there we go. But, but yeah, it's like, and, and, and she's, I believe, a stand-up comic, too, Sarah Baker. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's like, you know, after we saw her on that episode of Louie, it's like, oh, it's like, what what else is she uh, <laughs> doing? What about Tonita Castro as Fausta. She was funny. I love that. In the early ones when they're like, oh, so when you don't want to do something, you just pretend you don't know English. (laughs) (laughs) 
that, all that, of a sudden you don't speak English. Yeah. And I loved for some of the different um, occasions, like uh, the bachelorette party, and that she she made things, but it was slightly misspelled because of her, you know, like you know, like um, pronunciation, I guess, of uh, English. So, uh, what, what what was it? L- Lauren was a uh, the d- deck checker or something like that. <laughs> oh, and her shirt was like deck inspector. Deck inspector. That's what inspector it was. Inspector, like that. Deck inspector, and uh, and the back of it was all fucking random words and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she went on to must have been right after this star in that Seth Green uh, dad. Re- yeah. Yeah, did you see that at all? I remember watching the pilot and being not that impressed. I yes. loved uh, Giovanni Rabisi is always so funny to me, and I just thought yeah, it wasn't... he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and it... also, I believe uh, on that show was Brenda Song, who, you know, like very easy on the eyes. And yeah, it, it just. You no, know she's not... married to now? No. Macaulay Culkin. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I did not He just know. got a star on the Walk of Fame, and she was there with him. And I was like, oh, shit, that's his wife now? I think they have kids and everything. Okay. I, I did not know that. Because I just played some video games she was in, I think. Was it? Yeah, she was in The Quarry, I think. That video, that horror game with David Arquette and shit. Mm-hmm. But that, that was mainly the the group. Um. Yep, he just had his one assistant. He kind of dated there toward the end. Uh Allison Miller. She's only in 17, huh? Seemed like she was yeah. in all the ones I watched, but yeah, I don't know. I really, I actually, I really enjoyed this show. I, it's, it's one of those weird things where I think the subject matter maybe is holding it back a little bit. It's, um, you think too heavy or I, I mean, there's heavy subjects, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like rewatchability something. Not that this show ever got that chance because they never went to reruns right. or anything, but um, I don't know. Do you think had this gone on, do you think it could have been kind of a rerun classic? Or you see, that's what I don't know. Like in watching this show, like I, I was saying to you before we started, it's like, I like this show. You know, like you know, it went down easy. Uh, yeah, you know, like uh, yeah, it, it's a it, very funny show. It's got re- a lot of very great funny. Lo- lot All of- the actors are great. Yeah. And, like, I didn't find, like, anything as far as, like, oh, okay, particularly, like, yeah, well, I don't like this about it. I don't like... But at the same point, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's, there was, like, almost, like, something missing that, I, like, like you're saying, I don't know if it's, yeah, subject matter or... I could tell you what I would have done different, and it, the problem is the show probably would have happened if this were the case. I wouldn't have made Matthew Perry the lead. I would have made him part of an ensemble again. Okay. Um, I think the sh- especially when we get to all the dating stuff, because he has a few, uh, at least two, the assistant and the Piper Parabo, the dating stuff, yeah, kind of well, takes hey, over the show. He, he also goes on a date with Courtney Cox. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah, it was, one. it was one of the, the later episodes. Yeah, she, 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 she's a uh, uh, she's a widow, and so like uh, her uh, Anne, like a- a- Anne met her at the cemetery, <laughs> and decides like oh, okay, the three of them are gonna go out for like dinner, and that they, they all hit it off. Uh, but the thing is, it becomes a well, uh. What what was her character? So something with a T, like Talia or something. Like after like the the loss of her husband, she she just wants to experience other things. So she she's like oh like interested in both of them, <laughs> both. Well, that's actually both Ryan funny and because Anne. there is an episode of Cougar Town, her show, where he shows up and they date too. Mm. So they've dated on three shows. Wow, that's that's <laughs> kind of funny. At least, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we may maybe be missing he's on something dirt else. too. Maybe he's on dirt or whatever her new show is called too. Right, and, and I don't know. Like we didn't get to watch Mr. Sunshine, so you never know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think on Mr. Sunshine, I think he dates the girl from Joey, who dates Joey on Joey. 
Oh, God. <laughs> the one who was also on that 90s show. Remember we talked mm-hmm. about her? Yeah. Because uh, I remember going, she's just making her rounds, dating all the fucking Friends guys. Okay. <laughs> she needs a show with David Schwimmer now. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, you're saying, like, if it was more, he was just sort of part of the ensemble and not the lead, you think it would have been better? I do. And it's not that it's not that Matthew Perry's bad. He's always great. No, to me. no. He, I think he was excellent in this, but I think that yeah, there's so much fun to be had with the group. Mm-hmm. We do focus a little bit on we we take away from that when we're going on dates with him and different. You know, I just got a little old for me. Um, okay, but mm-hmm. but also like I said, I don't think he probably wouldn't have done the show if he wasn't the lead. True. And it probably wouldn't have got greenlit if he wasn't attached to it. So right, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. They, they, there was like something like there was like almost like just like one piece missing. I think that would have made it stick. But I, I, yeah, I don't know if it's yeah like him not being the lead or or just like maybe the direction a little bit. I, yeah, like I'm not sure. Yeah, like wh- yeah, like what, 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 what was the end game? Like, were they, yeah, yeah were they going to have thing? new people in the group? Like, is it always just going to be the same group for season after season? Like, that's true. We never really got <clears throat> new additions except for the girl he was dating, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, Piper Parabo, and then she leaves anyway. So yeah, but I didn't see how they broke up or why they broke up, but I skipped those episodes, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It it's great. I'd say it's great writing. I I don't. I think it's worth one watch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You it, watch it, it. You enjoy it, and then you're like, okay, that was a thing. I don't think you'd ever go back to it. Do right. You? That it, it's also something that oh, if it was on, eh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably you know watch it. But like, would I search it out to watch it? Probably not. Or you know like. You know, if if someone said, "Oh, did you ever see that?" I'd be like, "Yeah," and just give them the description and say, "Oh, Mr. K, you know, look for him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever need to watch it again. I don't think you need to watch all of it. I think you no. can just kind of pop a few on and get the. Yeah, you watch twelve. And... I watch ten. So you know, hey, right there, twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I still think that the creator, I think he's got great wit. I think he's a, he's got a great. Um, I think, I think obviously of the two, I would say Speechless is his fucking masterpiece. Omega. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his masterpiece. Um, definitely check that out. And if you do like that style, then yeah, come on over and check this out. And I'm sure there's many more things we haven't gotten to that he probably worked on. True. Maybe Joey's better than you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Let's, let's see really quick. Uh, yeah, he was also let's see, Joey friends, uh, perfect couples. You know, this might be a case of like recency bias. No one lived with it long enough for it to be considered like a, a hidden gem or a classic. I don't feel like yet. True. And it's just one of those things is because it's so short, it's not rerun. We've had that with a few shows. Mm-hmm. It's not something that people are going to discover unless you go out of your way to discover it. So, yeah, but, but like, even like, um, I was going at like, uh, th- there was like one of those TV guide lists recently about like shows that, you know, got like one or two seasons that, you know, like they really deserved more. Yeah. And this wasn't on there. No, this was not on there. <laughs> And, and and it's funny looking at some of those shows and it's a couple that we've watched, you know, su- su- such as um, Freaks and Geeks. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that definitely. And you know what? In less episodes. Oh, I, I was hooked on that. So I guess. And even even if someone said, give me a list of 20 shows that lasted one season that are worth watching. This is probably going to be just outside of that list still you mm-hmm. know what i mean so yeah i i mean if you're a matthew perry fan you're gonna hopefully watch all of his works yeah, i mean he's if, got even, yeah if, if you're a fan slash completionist yes definitely check it out 
I was one of those. I was in theaters watching things like fucking Serving Sarah with him and and Elizabeth Hurley. I I fucking loved Matthew Perry. I remember. I think I was the only person in that fucking theater watching that piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like Fools Rush In has become like a cult classic a hit with uh, you know him and uh, Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. Great like romantic comedy. So yeah, I mean, if you're a Perry fan, watch it all. Correct. And re- read his book. I do want to read his book. And, and if you haven't, you know, besides Friends, watched much Matthew Perry, yeah, definitely you can check it out. But I would check out other things like we mentioned before, Whole Nine Yards. The, 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 Didn't he play Kennedy? Didn't he play JFK in something? Uh, I don't remember. I thought he randomly, I was like, what the fuck? I thought he played JFK or something. Oh wait, no, no, not JFK. He pl- he did play one of the Kennedys. Um, it was like a few years ago or something like that. It was like a miniseries. I think he played Ted, maybe. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, <laughs> the the fun loving Kennedy. Uh <laughs> man, he was a trunk of fun, wasn't he? <laughs> Just a trunk full of fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I drowned in the humor of his. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got to go to our list here. Let's see. Um, oh, that's, that's right. Where? Oh, where? Man, I didn't think Just, about this. Where do I want to put fucking go on? <clears throat> hmm. And because right now we have forty on the list. We do. Yeah, forty yeah. shows. So basically, you have an even split. Does it go in the top twenty or the bottom twenty? I'm I'm leaning, I guess the the lower um, twenty. I'm just, you know, it's where? weird because some of these shows I go, you know, I might watch this over some of them, but it's not as classic oh. either. So you gotta go. Um, I, I I've found you know, my position. I think Missionary, uh, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna pop mine at number thirty-one. Just that's under. That's hilarious. That's where mine is. 31. Really? Okay. Uh, mine is just under Full House, which I have at thirty and thirty-one before. Now thirty-two was Amos and Andy. And here's the hilarity. My number thirty is Kids in the Hall. Death comes to town, and number thirty-two is Full House. Okay, so you have it just above Full House. I have it yes. just below Full House. Correct. I think that makes sense. I mean, I have below it even things like Dharma and Greg, and I kind of do still think it's a better show than Dharma and Greg and Too Close for Comfort for me. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's a good spot for me. Mine's going to fall at 31. That, that 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 is hilarious that we both hit 31. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. It's it's a hard show because it is good, but you're like, it's not. We've just covered so many classics. So yeah, and, and again, the the repeatability, yeah, repeat watching, yeah, it doesn't really garner that. <laughs> you can't put this over something like Three's Company from our last episode, or Adam's Family, or right. Even though I think this is a smarter, better written show than a lot of Three's Company. Oh yeah, oh, well, like we we went over it. Yeah, a lot of yeah. it is yeah, like oh, <laughs> misunderstanding, <Yeah. laughs> miscommunication. So, okay, now you want to talk about the sad shit? Okay, yes, yeah, me, me, me Mister Sad. Well, well, let's start with um, let's start with Andre Brower, who just passed as well. Yes, uh, I've Brooklyn Nine Nine. Really watched the show, but yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I know it has a huge, huge fan following. Base. Um, I think you've brought up doing it on this show. It is over now, so we can cover it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Did look Did you for see his, who uh, he credited list. with the changing his career? That I did not. Ray Romano. Interesting. He said that you know he'd only he'd only done dramatic work, procedurals, and all. He was like mm-hmm. a theatrically trained actor, and it wasn't until uh, Ray Romano offered him the role on that uh, Men of a Certain Age, that show he did for mm-hmm. a little bit. I think he was the third lead on that. Was there four guys? I think he was oh, the third lead. Oh, that's right. 
And he said that Ray was the one who said, you know, you got comedy chops, man. Come on, let's do this. And that's when he, you know, he started finding his niche, as he said. So without Ray Romano, he never probably would have done something like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So. True. But I thought it was cool that he gave Ray so much props. It's like, oh, you saw you saw the potential in my comedy chops. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting with like like serious actors or theater trained actors how like you know some of them can do it and some of them just nah don't don't go there. But I yeah, Carol like, O'Connor. I mean, we'll get yeah. to that show in a second here. Uh, a classically trained, serious actor who became one of the funniest individuals yeah, in TV like in history. Yeah, the heat of the night, and yeah. <laughs> Red Foreman, we've talked about him on that 70s show. Uh, again, a serious actor. Al Bundy, fucking a serious actor. All these guys. Hey, how about Leslie Nielsen? Leslie he, he, Nielsen. He was known as yes. a, ser- a very serious actor, and the reason, like, his doctor on, you know, like, in the movie Airplane and... Uh, uh, Lieutenant Frank Drebin from Police Squad and the Naked Gun movies became like so funny is because he he had the comedy timing by giving it though a dramatic the realism reading. yeah <laughs> the more like being a professional dramatic actor is all about realism if you can bring that to a comedy standpoint viewpoint oh my yep. god it's so fucking funny and these, like, those are just four examples. There's a million examples, but those are just four examples of these guys who took over television and film after they discovered, wow, you know what? <laughs> I got the comedy chops, man. Exactly. But speaking of Carol O'Connor, go ahead. Yeah, the great Norman Lear passed heard- at the at the ripe old age of 101. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. God damn. Can you imagine living to 101 years old? Wow. Yeah, like, but, but can you imagine the legacy that he left? God damn. It's like, let, let, let's name a few here. Yeah, You start. All in the family. Good times. Jefferson's. Uh, Maud. Maud. He also worked on, what, Sanford and Son? Sanford and Son. Family Ties. Oh, not Family Ties. Uh, Facts of Life. Uh, God, what was the Family Affair? No, what was that other one he did? Uh, one Day at a Time? Is that the one? One Day at a Time, yep. Some of the all-time classic shows, like like All in the Family, The Jeffersons. Uh, like, oh, my God. Just what a, those what a two. Legacy. And if you throw Good Times in there, I would say three yeah. of the greatest shows of all time. True. Three of the greatest shows to ever grace your screens. Um and if you haven't watched them, we will eventually get to them on this show. Correct. It's one. Of, it's just such an undertaking because it's so, the the gravitas of the impact and the mm-hmm. the amount of seasons for. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because then you know, like we with, did do good times already, though. We did do good times, but you know, yeah, with all my family, which spawned some of these with some of the other shows. And also, yeah, like, you know, with Spawn shows, too, like, uh, afterwards, Archie Bunker's place, and, uh, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> it's like, how much can you do? <laughs> I will say, I don't know if he had anything to do with Gloria, but that show did suck. Um, <laughs> yeah. I watched the first episode of that, I was like, what the fuck is this? Anyway, um, yes, no, All in the Family, though. Yeah, and when we cover this yeah, we we will be cautious in in what we say because, yeah, it was of its time and tackled a lot of big issues and used the language of the time. Yeah, but they they made the ignorant fucker the butt of the joke, which yes. is the which thing is- that makes it genius, right? You can have that. This is the one show that can have its cake and eat it too. You can make the and eat horrible. It too. Yeah, you can have your. You can have your. No, I'm not. Not going to make an eating Edith joke. Um, no, 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 no. Hey. <laughs> you can make the racist joke, and you can also point out how ignorant it is. Mm-hmm. It's a twofer every episode, and it's fucking genius. Yep. And then the fact that you take 
the character uh, of, you know, Wheezy and eventually George. Yep. And you spin them off and make them even more successful. <laughs> yep. Even <laughs> more successful. Than the ignorant bigot who's been putting them down for years. But in in his own way, George himself, you know, like, is the... <laughs> he is kind of a bigot as well, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, okay, so we get to see two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I, I do remember wishing that they crossed over more. Because once they spun yeah. off, I don't think they ever really crossed no. over again. I don't, I don't I think really, so. Can you imagine Archie Bunker walking into the Jefferson's penthouse? <laughs> oh, my God. How is that not a scene we got? I know. That would have been classic. <laughs> he would have been like, what the fuck? But I'm, I'm glad we, though, we were able to, in the past several years or whatever, they did those live reenactments of All in the Family... The Jeffersons, Good Times, Facts of Life, Different Strokes. They were able to do some of those live with Norman there. And from what I've seen, he was still had his wits about him. He yep. seemed like Betty White. Betty White right till the end. Correct. Seemed like she was just as sharp as ever. And Correct. Yeah. I, I mean, what Bob Hope got, what, 103, I think, that fucker died? It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> The, the the legacy, the genius that some of these people get in the, the you will never ne- probably if, if there as long as there's podcasts about TV shows, people will be talking about Norman Lear. That is correct. And if they're yeah. not, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. J- Jay, where, 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 where can they find if they're looking for us? Where can they find us? You can find us on YouTube. Just search sitcom My Face, a situation comedy podcast. Look for this beautiful mug and all those thumbnails. You'll find us. That that one, <laughs> not so much. This one, <laughs> you can email us at sitcommyface at gmail.com. You can find us on X at <laughs> sitcom My Face. I'm at Bidwell Fog. He's at Netnick191. You can also find us by those same names, respectively, on Twitch. Twitch. And, um, you know, if you're feeling sad, all you got to do is step on up and <laughs> sitcom my, my face. face. 